0: The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the Lord's name. In all this, Job didn't sin, nor charge God with wrongdoing. Job one through 21-22 Dear God, you are 100% good, 100% of the time. But when we get hurt or face hard things, it's easy to lose sight of how much you love us. Help us to learn to trust you in every situation as we hear today's Bible story about Job. And thank you for your love. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
1: Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids' Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more. All with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. The book of Job. In this story, we learn about a very good and obedient man and how God allows bad things to happen in his life. And as a result... He learns a lot about life, his friends, and God's control over everything,
0: as inspired by the book of Job. Hey, Joyce Souther here with the Kids Bible in Year podcast. I am so glad you're here. Today we get to hear a powerful Bible story where the devil tries to get a man named Job to turn his back on God. Do you think it works? Let's dive in to find out. Job was an honest man that
1: loved God and stayed away from evil. He had many children, a lot of money, servants, sheep, camels, cows, and donkeys. He had everything he ever wanted. One day, Satan went to talk to God about Job. God saw Satan and asked, Where did you come from? Oh, you know, a little bit of everywhere. He replied with a grin on his face. God said, Have you seen my friend Job while you were a little bit of everywhere? You can't miss him. There is no one quite like him. There is no one as honest or as good as he is. Satan said, Ha, I'd be good if I were him too. He is a good deal. All he does is avoid doing bad things, and you give him everything he wants and needs. Look at all the stuff he has. I promise if you take all of that away, he wouldn't love you anymore. God smiled and said, You can try to prove me wrong. Everything that he owns is in your hands, but do not lay a finger on him. So Satan Went to work, trying to prove that Job was not as righteous as God says that he was. Later that day, Job's servant ran into his room and exclaimed, We were attacked by thieves in the field, and they took all your donkeys and cows. Then, before Job could ask any questions, another servant ran in and said, Fire fell from the sky and killed all of the sheep. Shortly after, Another servant ran into the room screaming, they took all of the camels. An army came and took all of them. What are we going to do? And then, if that wasn't enough, one last servant came into the house. He too had terrible news. Your children are dead, master. A tornado came and destroyed the house they were eating dinner in. I couldn't find any survivors. After learning that almost all he had was now gone, Job fell to the ground and cried out to God. But unlike what Satan thought he would do, he worshiped God. He said, God, everything you have given me, you have taken away. Your name is great and worthy of my praise. He did not hate God. He did not blame God. Satan thought, that wasn't enough. Well, if I hurt him, I'm sure he'll turn away from God. So he went back up to heaven and spoke to God. God said, have you seen my friend Job now? You can't miss him. There is no one quite like him. There is no one as honest or as good as he is even after you took everything he had. Satan said, Ha! That is because you didn't let me hurt him. If I make him sick, I'm sure he will stop loving you. Fine. You can make him sick, but you cannot take his life, God said. So, Satan went to work and covered Job's entire body with boils. Job's wife looked and saw everything that Job lost. Now that he was sick, she asked him, Why don't you hate God? After all he has done to you, you should just tell him that you hate him so you can stop hurting. He quickly responded, saying, God knows what he is doing. I will never hate him for what he does, whether it is good or bad. Job sat down praying for several days, and when his three friends heard about what happened, they came to visit. They found him on the ground covered in boils. So they put dirt on their heads and sat beside him quietly for seven whole days. Finally, Job yelled out, I wish I was never born. Then, his three friends tried to comfort him by telling him why he was going through all of this. They told him that all the bad things happened to him because he had committed a sin, even though Job was a good man. He tried to convince them that he had not done anything wrong, but they didn't believe him. Suddenly, a young man came along with a message that Job was trying to justify himself and not God. God wasn't punishing him, but was teaching him to trust. God spoke out to Job and said, Job, I am always with you, and I have been watching over you. You may not always understand why bad things happen, but know that it all has a purpose. Trust in me, Job. God then turned and told Job's friends that they were wrong for trying to accuse Job. So they asked for forgiveness. God then rewarded Job for trusting in him by giving him double of everything that was taken away. Job then lived a long and happy life, trusting in God.
0: Baruch Ata Adonai. Do you know what that means? It's Hebrew, the language the Israelites spoke. Listen one more time. Baruch Ata Adonai. It means, blessed are you, O Lord. And it's the key to help you face even the hardest situations with hope, just like Job. You see, Job went through a lot of pain and heartache. He was sad and hurt and confused. But even when he was at his lowest, he still blessed the Lord. That means he honored God in his heart and praised him with his lips. People around him said, God has abandoned you. But Job said, no, God doesn't do that. Others say, you should let God have it. Yell at him for allowing so much pain in your life. But Job said, Nope, I accepted all the blessings God gave me. Should I not also accept these hard times? Some of Job's friends even told him that God was punishing him for something bad he had done. But Job said, No, I'm innocent, and God doesn't punish the innocent. He is a God who always does what's right. You see, Job didn't have all the answers, but he chose to trust the one who did. And you and I can do that too. We can say, "Blessed are you, O Lord," even when life is hard. And I promise, it changes and helps so much when you do that. Here's why. Jesus said in John 16:33 that we all are going to deal with challenging and hard situations in this world. That's just the reality of living in a world wrecked by sin. But Jesus didn't stop there. He went on to say, cheer up, I have overcome the world. You see, everybody on earth faces big problems and hard times, but not everybody faces them the same way. John 16:33 says, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. That's what Jesus promises us. Some people get hurt in life, making them run away from God. They think God's not really good. He's not really powerful. He's not really loving, and I can't trust him. So they don't. They get angry, fearful, and unhappy. Other people get hurt in life, and that makes them run straight to God. They think, God is still good. He is still powerful. He is still loving, and I will trust Him no matter what. So they do, and right there in the middle of all that pain, they find themselves with more peace, courage, and joy than ever before. Two people with the same hurt, the same questions, the same confusion. But one person is scared, angry, and feels alone. The other person is brave, filled with peace, and comforted by God. Which person do you want to be when life gets hard? I know who I want to be. I want to trust Jesus, the one who overcame the sin that causes so much hurt in our lives. Because no matter what happens, when you're with Jesus, you're loved, safe, and have everything you need. And amazingly, Jesus promises that he can take even the sad, confusing things in our lives and bring something beautiful and good out of them. So the next time you face something really painful, sad, or confusing, practice our prayer. Blessed are you, O Lord. Don't let your pain tell you who God is because it won't tell the truth. Instead, say, God, I don't understand why this is happening, but I know you are good. You are with me, and I trust you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Thanks for listening today. I hope you'll be back next time to hear how God used the most unlikely person to save his people from a huge army. And remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. Please leave us a review if you enjoyed this podcast. Reviews help parents find this podcast and spread the good news around the world. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today.